And if you love your dogs and cats, I know you do, and want to find out why they behave the way they do, uh, why they may be jumping, humping, digging, scratching. Your cat's not using the litter box. You take your dog for a walk, and he sees another dog, and all of a sudden, uh, your rin-tin-tin turns into a Cujo. Uh, you got a new cat in the household, the cat you have can't deal with it, you have a new girlfriend, a new boyfriend, your dog isn't thrilled about them, that's what we do here on The Pet Show. If you have a question or story about your dog or cat or just want to find out why they do what they do and how to resolve any issues, great time to give me a call. If you happen to be new to The Pet Show, let me just remind everyone that if you call into the show and you get to talk to me live, I will send you a fabulous gift for your dog or cat. Uh, many of the items I give away are 35 45 even 50 bucks. So it's a great time to give me a call. Or even if you just want to answer my question of the day. And here's the question. It's a pretty simple one. Do you believe like I do or do you disagree with me? It's fine either way, but do you believe that our dogs and our cats can really tell our emotions? Do they know when we're sad, when we're happy, when we're feeling depressed or anxious? Give me a call. Let me know. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. That's 877-725-8255. Got lots of great stuff to give away. Uh, Hugs and Kisses Supplements, Lucy Pet Food, Kitty Lickies, and so much more so if you have a question or a comment about your dog or cat or or let me respond this way as well are you going to be celebrating valentine's day with your dog or cat are you going to buy your dog or cat a gift for valentine's day give me a call let me know 877-725-8255 how about we start out with a call from the great state of Kentucky, one of my favorite cities in the world, Louisville. Hey, Rick, welcome to the Pet Show. Well, thank you, Mr. Warren. How can we help you today, Rick? Well, uh, first of all, about the emotion thing. I, uh, you know, I went from like an eight-hour day to a 12-hour day, and when I had three dogs, they were like, whenever I came in the door, they were like, not there. And they usually were kind of chewing on my feet, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. hello, Dad, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought that was just like, oh, man, but yeah, they sort of kind of looked at me like, uh, uh-oh, something's wrong. And I was just like, let's go outside. Just get it over with, you know, go do your business. So anyhow, it was sort of kind of like, yes, they sort of kind of knew even from my steps into, you know, where I let them out, they sort of kind of like, ooh, he's got a toot. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I mean, and I've never, ever, I've never whipped them. Never. Never. Yeah, but, you're, but that, they that doesn't, like, they, they're, they're more astute. They're more astute to our physical movements the, the way our face looks the way our arms move the way, they pick up on all that stuff yeah i mean even the way what that i even you know stomped into the house or whatever yeah you know we did, oh, listen it was your it was your it was your attitude rick it was your attitude they knew yeah. you had an attitude they responded to yeah you. they were like it was like oh okay i'm not gonna so jump I don't want, I, him and <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't uh, want to run out. I don't like want to run out of time. So, what's your question? What's your question? Oh, I apologize. For me? Oh, I apologize. oh, that's okay. I love so talking anyhow, to you. Oh, with the um, 
Well, the other two puppies passed away, and then I've got this, uh, yeah, it sucks. But anyhow, the, um, I've got a a terrier slash mix, and she's sort of kind of like, where'd they go? Yeah. What? Let me, let let me tell you what to do here, Rick, and this is really, really important because so many of my listeners, and God bless you guys, have rescue dogs, and, and when one dog passes away or another dog or a cat passes away, the bottom line is, and I believe this, and I've been doing this for a couple of days now, okay, and the bottom line is that dogs and cats have emotions, and when a dog or a cat that's lived with another dog or a cat, when one of them crosses the rainbow bridge, they are going to go through a grief process. Now, grieving can be really, really devastating if not dealt with in the right way, whether it be with people or whether it be with pets. And I'll give you an example. When a pet loses another pet, very often what the guardian will do to make that pet feel better is they'll kind of schmooze them and cuddle them and hold them. And that's kind of neat. But at the same time, you're reinforcing the fact that he's going through this grieving period. One of the best ways to get them through that, yeah, it's important to let them grieve. It's important to sit down and talk to him and explain to him that his best friends have crossed the rainbow bridge. They had a great life. Now we'll continue with ours. So that's important. You can cry together. You can laugh together. That's cool. But the bottom line is this. You need to distract him. Very often, if a dog loses its friends or a cat and they have nothing to do, but they're in the same house, the same backyard, the same walk, they're constantly looking and thinking about their best friends. So you have to distract them. Take them to a different area. Walk them in a different neighborhood. Take them to a friend's house. Put some new items in the backyard throw some new toys around let him grieve a little bit but at times you have to distract him otherwise that grieving can ultimately wind up into a pretty severe depression so that's where you need to be right now rick that's all you need to do is let him grieve because you're grieving at the same time i can tell but it's also important is to get away and just distract him a little bit and you'll both get through this i promise well i i i appreciate that but neither of the other dogs liked her so now she is in the situation where she does the uh uh, i mean like what do i do now what huh and then she does the shivering thing like oh am i allowed on the couch now i mean where is everybody at and i'm like even even if she didn't like her even if she didn't even if she didn't get along with the other dogs even if the other dogs and her were like uh superman and lex luther even if they were like that doesn't make any difference right now you have to focus on the change the change is the other dogs are not there and her reaction to the fact that the other dogs are not there you have to build on that distractions one of the ways and in coaxing her to get up on the couch and play with her that's important too but remember the most important thing that you can do right Right now is talk to her about the loss and distract her. Got to move on, but Rick, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold, Rick, and I am going to send you, you know what, I'm going to send you some Lucy Pet Food. Some Lucy Pet Food coming to Kentucky. But again, that's so critical. A lot of people, and thank God you're so astute, Rick, a lot of people just assume that dogs and cats aren't going to go through a grieving period when, of course, they are going to go through a grieving period. Uh, let's go to my friend Robert in the great state of Pennsylvania. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Hi, I'm uh, doing pretty good. What can I do for you? So I have a uh, American Terrier Pitbull, or whatever the breed is. He's 
we, he's a rescue, so, I mean, we don't know 100%. Uh, yeah. But he has – so the tip of his tail, we noticed uh, probably about a month ago that was losing a lot of fur, and uh, it, it looked like it was bothering him. And now it's like it's completely – about an inch of his tail is completely bald, and uh, it's it's like blood red. Okay, uh, a couple of things right tried. off the bat. Yeah, no, it's not, it doesn't matter okay. what you tried. It's what's causing it. That's what we have to find out. So, so yes. Robert, it, it could be an allergy. It could be an infection. It could be a pressure sore. And in, or in some cases, you know, it, it doesn't just mean that the hair, it could be something more severe like Cushing. So I think a trip to the vet is absolutely warranted at this point. So, you know, I'm, I'm not suggesting it could be, but there's always a possibility with no, the, no, the, we, the, the, we, the we are, uh, We're, we're going to try that. Um, it, it's just the vet's been booked out. He's due for a checkup in uh, about a month. It's amazing how long we have to wait to see our vets. It really, you know, and, and, and it's just amazing to me. But I'd like to see you get to the vet sooner. Maybe you can do a teleconference with the vet, and at least the vet can give you some type of medication that you can use in the interim, Rick, uh, to work with the tail. Because it sounds to me like there's something going on there. You know, it could be boredom. It could, there's any number of things it can be. But let's rule out all the medical issues first. Then we can focus on the behavioral issues. So I think that's really, uh, really critical. So I want you to take them to the vet. Let's check Check him out. Might be nothing more than an allergy. Might be nothing more than he he got some uh, uh, something on it outside, uh, something from the grass, or he got it could be a bug bite. Who knows? But that's why I want to make sure it's checked by the vet. Generally speaking, the hair will come back. Let's make sure it's not something medical. If it is something uh, from the perspective of a behavior, then we have to make sure uh, his backyard is more interesting, and we have to just make his life. I'm sure it's great, but we have to make him uh, or give him more mental stimulation at this point. Anyway, Rick, don't go in on put you in a hole some lucy pet food on its way bless you for being so careful and bless you for adopting uh this dog it makes all the difference in the world quick break then right back to your phone calls we're going to go to uh we got fran in delaware robert in uh we just spoke to robert in, uh, in pennsylvania we got paul in new hampshire we got brian in florida 877-725-8255 listen you know you're owned by your cats. No one owns a cat. Cats own us. Cats call the shots. They tell you when they want to sleep, when they want to play, when they want to socialize, even when they want to eat. And what they're asking for is kitty lickies. Kitty lickies by Lucy Pet are actually scrumptious, lickable moose cat treats and food tops. I'm telling you, I get calls every day. Your cats will enjoy kitty lickies either directly from the pouch or you can squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. Amazing. So many cats can be a little finicky about their food. Put some kitty lickies over their food and watch them devour it. Kitty lickies, lickable moose cat treats comes in three feline favorite recipes. There's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, salmon and chicken. Check out one of my listeners and what they had to say about kitty lickies and their cats. Also, I want to tell you that kitty lickies saved my life with my cat. She uh, has always had raw food, which I have to finger feed her because she has a lot of intestinal problems. The kitty lickies have changed her loving her food now. So I want to thank you. Oh, well, let me thank you. First of all, let me tell you, Kitty Lickies are so great. I get these stories every single day. So if you have a cat, Kitty Lickies should be part of their treats. And here's the deal. If you go directly to Lucy's website, 
can't forget the name. It's LucyPetProducts.com. LucyPetProducts.com. If you purchase Kitty Lickies, Lucy Pet Food, their dog food, their cat food, their wet food, their dry food, their dog food rolls, spend $35 or more at LucyPetProducts.com and shipping is free. So check out LucyPetProducts.com today. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. In the air of the cat. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call if you have a question or comment about your dog or cat, want to find out why they do what they do or resolve issues with them, or just want to answer my question of the day, can our pets sense our emotions? Before we get back to the phones, we're going to get to you, Fran, Paul, and Brian. By the way, the phone number, I do have an open line, 877-725-8255, So got lots of great stuff to give away, including Lucy Pet Hugs and Kisses copies of my book hemp seed oil t-shirts and lucy pet food i want to just talk about this for a second i live in southern california we just went through what we call the santa Ana winds which means the winds are blowing from the land into the water so why am i going to bring that up every week i get calls from people all around the country talking about why does their dog act differently when the weather outside changes specifically when it's windy i want you to listen to me carefully On windy days, many dogs easily get distracted. You're not imagining things if you sense your dog pulling more on the leash on windy days than other days. The wind stirs up lots of scents that can cause dogs to become distracted. The dog may therefore pull you in the direction of the wind in an effort to follow scents, especially if the dog is highly driven. Wind can therefore carry scents towards the dog or away from the dog, causing changes in the dog's behavior. So on windy, windy days out there, folks, it's important to understand that your dog's behavior may be changing because your dog's nose is our eyes. So all those different smells blown up by the wind and blown around are going to create a situation where your dogs may react differently. That's why it's important to keep them on a leash and know where they are on windy days all the time, but windy days especially. 877-725-8255. Let me get back to the phone lines here. We are going to the great state of Delaware. Hey, Fran. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hey, Warren. How are you? I could not be better. How about yourself? Good. Um, so I have I have two fabulous Maine Coon cats that are like eight years old, and um, one um, always likes to. When I start the shower, up, he likes to go in the shower. Then after I take a shower, he likes to jump in there, and then occasionally I'll find him just hanging out in the shower, and there's nobody there. Nobody's taking a shower in a while. He just loves to sit in the shower. Why is that? It drives me nuts. Well, first he's healthy. He's in good health. Yeah. Okay, here, let me tell you a couple things going on. Number one, in the shower, whether you're in there or not, the smell of humans is there, especially us, because remember, some water stays in the drain. It doesn't drain all the way. That's number one. Number two, for many cats, they just really like that surface feeling, that smooth surface in the tub, and the tub is made out of porcelain. What does that mean? It's probably the coolest place in your home. And I'll give you an example. I get this question all the time, and I know there's people out there saying, wow, that's really? Why do dogs love to drink out of the toilet bowl? (laughs) There's fresh water around. What's so interesting about the toilet bowl? Well, porcelain keeps the water the coolest of anything else in the house. So they go there because the water's cool. So also, even, I don't know whether your cat likes water or not, but the fact that he's in the tub, their strongest scent of us is in the bathroom. 
You know, cats don't understand privacy. Neither do dogs. I get calls all the time. Juan, I can't go to the bathroom. My dog wants to come in with me. I can't take a shower. My cat wants yep. to come in with me. So, so the bottom line is, first of all, it's a comfort place for them. It's cool. And very often, some cats just decide that the bathtub is the place to go. As a matter of fact, I get a lot of calls from people whose cat actually uses the bathtub as a litter box sometimes. Luckily, you don't have that. But that's why no, they do it. It's just a matter that our, our scent is strong there. The scent is there. It's the coolest spot in the place. I think your cat just enjoys the solitude of hanging out in the bathtub. Who doesn't? Any magazines specifically that your cat reads while it's in there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, the Cat Daily Times, I guess. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, anyway, yeah, give that cat a big hug and a kiss. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you some kitty lickies for your cat. They're going to absolutely adore them, I promise. Phone number 877-725-8255. We still have lots of time, lots of stuff to give away. Paul, don't go anywhere. Brian, don't go anywhere. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Shop. Kitty is a rebel, she'll never obey, but it ain't Kitty's fault, she just built that way. I got three cats on the bed, one at my feet and two at my head. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, crying all the time. And we are back on the Pet Show on War next time. Great time to give me a call. We got plenty of time to answer some questions and comments. The question of the day was, can our pets sense our emotions? We're going to get to you in just a second, Paul and Brian. Uh, but let me tell you what prompted the question. All dog owners, and this was from some, I don't even know who wrote this, but all dog owners like to think that their pet can sense their mood and emotions. Although researchers now accept that dogs and other non-human animals can experience primary emotions such as anxiety, fear, and anger, they do not accept the fact that animals have a sense of self and are capable of sophisticated secondary emotions. Scientists actually believe that our dogs and cats are not capable, totally incapable, of understanding the feelings of the people around them. So according to the scientific studies, I'm crazy. Our dogs, our cats have no concept of how we're feeling emotionally. I've owned literally, worked with literally thousands and thousands of dogs, and I totally disagree with this. I think these people spend too much time in the laboratory. Anyone has ever had the opportunity, the opportunity to live with a dog or cat realizes that their dog or cat can, in fact, understand how they are feeling. Give me a call. Let me know if I'm crazy or not. Well, that should be a different question. Uh, if you get through, I will send you a super gift. So do you believe our pets can detect our emotions? Phone number here, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I still got some hugs and kisses to give away. Lucy Pet Food, Kitty Lickies. Copies of my books, all natural flea spray. So everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me will get one of these fabulous gifts for their dog or cat. Again, that number, 877-725-8255. How about we shoot up to beautiful New Hampshire first and then Florida. Bra uh, Paul in New Hampshire, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Anyways, hey, Paul, what's up? Uh, uh, I was going to say, my call goes back a little bit to Rick with dogs and grieving the loss of a fellow companion, but mine also has the twist of separation anxiety. 
which is how, Paul, how old? Uh, how old is your dog? How old is your dog? Uh, the dog that I have left now is ten and a half. He's the son of the father who recently passed away. Is he so, neutered at this point? Is he neutered at this point? Uh, he has actually never been neutered, nor had his father who sired him. So he well, you might actually, want to. What, what kind of dog? What kind of dog is it, Paul? It is a cockapoo. He's a second generation. His father Shushu was the first generation cockapoo. We bred him, and we had had him since he was weaned, and. You know, for ten and a half years, and his father recently. So, but, so, I, so, talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about the anxiety. Well, the anxiety is because recently, both of my kids have been going off to school, and he is actually now totally alone. He has spent all of his life with at least people and another dog, and now he is. Totally alone at home when I go to work. He totally howls, and he's starting to lose his barking voice because he obviously stresses himself out. Right, but so Paul, let's let's resolve that issue. If the dog was living with people and other animals and had this great life, and now all of a sudden he's by himself, he's going through what we would classify as good solid separation anxiety. So let's resolve that separation anxiety. Every okay. think about it. The dog, the dogs that are no longer with you left and never came back. Your kids went after school; they're not coming back every day. So all the things in this dog's life that he loved and hung out with are not there anymore. So of course, there's going to be anxiety and separation. So here's what I want you to do: okay. even when you're home with him. Don't overcompensate by thinking, I'll spend more time with him, that'll make it better. No, that'll make it worse. When you're home with him, give him time to be by himself even though you're home. Go into another room, go out the back door, come in the front door, go out the front door, come in the back door. Right now, every time you leave, he associates the fact that you may not be coming back for a long period of time. His dog friends aren't coming back. Your kids aren't coming back. So this is a lot of stress for a dog to go through. However, totally dealable. So what you need to do is build up his confidence when he's by himself. When you leave him during the day, go, as I said, don't always grab your car keys, no long goodbyes, no big hellos, don't make a big deal out of leaving or coming, that will help settle a lot of the anxiety that he's going through. That's really, really important. I would also increase the exercise and take him to other places. He probably has a beautiful backyard and a beautiful home, and that's great, but he needs distraction. Distraction, take him to a friend's house, take him on a walk in a different neighborhood, make these changes changes and he'll come around. I know it's difficult for a lot of people to understand that our dogs go through the same emotional challenges that we do. But think about it. He lost your kids temporarily. He lost his dog friends temporarily. Uh, Paul, you're going off to work in New Hampshire and all of a sudden he's by himself. 
not the end of the world. It happens to a lot of people and a lot of dogs. But we have to kind of increase his confidence when he's by himself. And the way to do that is short periods of time, coming back right away, leave a radio on for him when you leave, put down some special toys he only gets when you come home. If you put all those pieces together, you will start noticing a difference. In severe cases, sometimes you have to work with the veterinarian and behavior and and, and, and medical kind of works together. But it doesn't sound like that's big a problem to you. It sounds to me like you need to kind of build up his confidence and work on the separation anxiety. Well, he does actually have access to a dog yard every day, so he's... Yeah, but it's the same yard, Paul, Paul. It's the same yard. It's the... Yes. It's the same I, yard, I Paul, that he played I, with with the other dog. So going out in that same yard is going to make him think of those other dogs as well. The scent of the other dogs are in that yard. That's what I'm saying. You need to. Yes, the yard is fine, I, but you need to take him to other areas. I will do that. Thank you very much. You do much, that, Paul. Warren. Oh no, Paul! Don't yes. go anywhere. Let's put Paul on hold. Let's put Paul on hold. Let's send Paul a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. I want you to read specifically the chapter on uh, on uh, separation anxiety. Um, and by the way, a lot of people have the same situation with their dog. On my website or YouTube, it doesn't cost you anything to go to the website. It's free, thepetshow.com. There's some great articles there on separation anxiety. And I recently did some, uh, some uh, videos on separation anxiety on my YouTube channel. So check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. And I'm answering questions there all the time. And this is my YouTube channel. Simple enough to get to. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Lots of great information. Yeah, Paul, great call. And it's so important that people, and that's why I love doing this show, and I've been doing it for 42 years. It's so important people understand that when our dogs, when our cats lose a best friend, whether it be a four-legged best friend uh, or a two-legged best friend, they're going to grieve. They're going to go through anxiety. They're going to go through stress. They're going to go through abandonment issues. You need to focus on that, and they will come around. If you're consistent, I promise. Eight seven seven. Seven seven two five eighty two fifty five. Quick break, then right back to your calls. Now, Lucy Petfood. What else can I say about Lucy Petfood? You hear my listeners all the time calling up and saying, "Warren, thank you for letting us know about Lucy Petfood." By the way, Lucy Petfood does have that prebiotic and probiotic formula, and I've been feeding it to my own rescues, Molly and Willie, for over well over four years now since I rescued her from a high kill shelter. And I hear every day from people that say, thank you for letting us know. And by the way, when you go to buy dog food, you have no idea, or cat food, you have no idea where it's made. You have no idea how many different brands of food that company's making or, or they're manufacturing at their location. Well, you do with Lucy, and I'll tell you why. Lucy has their own manufacturing plant pretty close to where I live. In fact, they're so concerned they have their own laboratory te- testing everything before it comes out. Lucy Pet Food is the food I feed my own pets. It's the food you should feed yours. Here's a listener. Listen to what they said. I've been feeding Lucy Pet Food. Yeah. And I ran out. And I've fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl. Dog comes over, takes one sniff, couple sniffs, looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. <laughs> see, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy Pet Food. That's why there she's barking. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And if you don't want your dog or cat to be Benedict Arnold, here's what you need to do. Check out Lucy Pet Food for your dog, Lucy Pet Food for your cat, Kitty Lickies, Lucy Dog Food Rolls, Wet Food, Dry Food. Go to their website, 
LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. Go there now. I don't know how long this is going to last, but if you log on to LucyPetProducts.com today and you spend just $35 shipping absolutely free. So there's no reason to wait. Go to LucyPetProducts.com today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. What's new, pussycat? Ah, what's new, pussycat? So I came across an article of things we can learn from our dogs. Uh, Never leave home without your ID. A real kiss is always sloppy and wet. If you stare at someone long enough, you'll get some sort of attention. And scratch where it itches. We don't have to be so polite. Phones are jammed. Let's get back to the phone. Start out with Brian in the great state of Florida. Hey, Brian, welcome to the Pet Show. How are you, sir? I am doing great, Brian. What's up? Well, I'm a first-time listener, and and I think you're great. Uh, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I've been listening to you for a while, and I think you and I could go on for hours about pet owners and and rights and wrongs and blah, blah, blah. My My wife has MS. Okay, and this is part of the topic that you wanted to bring up today. Okay, my dogs know when my wife is not feeling well because she has good days and bad days. Okay, I have a I've I've got a Doberman and a Basset Hound. Basset Hounds are a bit difficult, Um, (laughs) but they they know they know when she's not feeling well. And they know when she is feeling well. They become playful. When she's not feeling well, they want to come up, put her, put their heads in her lap, and 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 you know, kind of uh, um, give her the attention, knowing that she's not feeling well. Well, Brian, I know exactly what you're talking about for a lot of different reasons. I don't want to run out of time, but let me just explain something. I've talked about this before. I have a pretty severe case of rheumatoid arthritis. So there's always pain, but some days are, are better than others. When I'm having a, uh, a bad rheumatoid arthritis day, uh, my dogs know it. They just come over and they just do everything they possibly can to make me forget about it, to make me feel better. And nine out of 10 times they do. So you're exactly on target. The fact that your wife has MS and I have many, many friends that I know and people I know I've worked with over the years with different challenges. It's amazing how our dogs know. And I don't know why these scientists and these researchers can't understand. I think, Brian, they're spending too much time in the laboratory and not enough time uh, uh, cleaning up dog poop or, or spending time with their dogs. And I think that's that's but part they, of the reason. They but They, they don't but a gra- own animals, and they have no clue. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. People like you who who deal with the the reaction of your dogs every day, uh, and my listeners know all the difference. I got to move on, Brian. But how old is your Dobie? Um, he's two years old. Uh, a black and red, black and rust. No, he's he's a black. He's a European. He's uh he's 117 pounds. Wow, he's quite the dog. I worked with Dobies in Europe. I did something called Schutzhund and Ring Sport Training. Great breed of dog. Anyway, don't go anywhere, Brian. I'm going to put you on hold. And for your two dogs in Florida, I am going to send you a jar of my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats. There you have it. Brian's wife suffers with MS, and the dogs know exactly when she's having a good day or a bad day and react accordingly. 877-725-8255. A quick break, and we'll try to get to the phones are jam-packed. I'm going to try to get to as many calls as I can. But I just want you all to know that if you go to my YouTube channel, it's free. doesn't cost you a penny. There's lots of great videos. I do videos there every day. Some are short, some are long. Check it out. 
youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. You know, it's the new year. What does that mean? It means it's the perfect time to make sure that your dogs or cats are getting every single thing they need to stay healthy, happy, and to know they're loved. And you know, with my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats, they'll do exactly that. Number one, and one of the most important reasons I developed hugs and kisses was to help prevent excessive shedding, dry skin, dander, bare spots, hairballs. So hugs and kisses has just the right amount, just the right combination of lecithin and biotin. Nothing better for a dog or cat's skin and coat. And in terms of hips and joints, we want to make sure that our dogs and cats have the healthiest hips, joints and bones and flexibility throughout their entire life. That's why Hugs and Kisses has both glucosamine and chondroitin, again, just in the right amounts to keep those bones, joints, and hips healthy. And what about digestion? We now know that there's nothing more important than health overall than our gut. Now, my Hugs and Kisses not only has probiotics, but has prebiotics. Prebiotics and probiotics together work incredible because the prebiotics actually feed the probiotics, making them work better for your dog or cat's perfect digestion. But in fact, I want you to hear from a Hugs and Kisses user and what they had to say about my own Hugs and Kisses. I called about a couple months ago. I rescued about a 12-year-old little pug, Corgi Mick, and she came with lots of skin problems and itchy, and it was driving me crazy. And you sent me the hugs and kisses, and she's been out in a couple months. Unbelievable. It's changed her life and mine. She's just doing really, really, really well with it, and I love the product, and I wanted to know where I can get more of it, because I tried a few different things when I first got her, and it was not good, and... This has been unbelievable. For over 30 years, these are the comments we get about my own hugs and kisses. Remember my face and signatures and every jar, so my reputation is on the line every time someone purchases hugs and kisses. Speaking about purchasing, hugs and kisses are now available at Amazon.com. And if you happen to be a Prime member, shipping is free. They're also available at Walmart.com. You can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com, or call my office at one 430 hugs So check out Hugs and Kisses supplements at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, ThePetShow.com, or call my office at 1-800-430-HUGS. You'll be happy, and you know what? Your dogs and cats will be a whole lot healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. We're not going to have time to take any more calls. Until next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you for listening to The Pet Show. <laughs>